Welcome to the Single Well Podcast. My name is Dr. Mila and I am a family doctor turned wellness transformation coach. I created the Single Well for Christian single women and moms who want to learn how to simply incorporate wellness practices into their daily lives. After having a baby, getting divorced, and years of struggling with weight gain and declining health, I went searching for a natural weight loss solution. But instead, I discovered that true health was found in leveraging my spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, and relational wellness. Listen in to gain the tools and mindset to start developing your own unique wellness strategy. Let's do this. Please note, the information shared on the Single Well Podcast is meant for informational purposes only and is not meant to replace the advice of your personal physician or healthcare practitioner. Please consult your personal medical professional before embarking on or implementing anything discussed on the podcast. Pivot and Bloom, where you will be empowered to change your mindset, flourish in your body, and fully engage in your own wellness revolution. I am your host, Camila Marie MD. The content shared in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. Be sure to always consult with your physician on any and all of your personal health matters. So this is the first official episode of Kita Koinonia. Right now it is part of the Pivot and Bloom podcast, but eventually it will have its own home. But I wanted to go ahead and get it started. I've started the Facebook group and it's building. So you can find that on Facebook if you just search Keto Koinonia. That's K-O-I-N-O-N-I-A. And you can find that um, on your Facebook app. So just uh, put in a request to join and we'll get you approved and let you start joining in on the fun there. But I wanted to start a series to, to launch everything talking about what keto is. Um, I realize that a lot of people have heard a lot about keto or about ketogenic lifestyle, but really don't know what it is or what it entails. And so I'll start by, um, essentially I found keto when I found, um, the obesity code by Dr. Jason Fung, and he does not necessarily teach people to eat, um, or live the ketogenic lifestyle, but he does, um, talk about a lot about intermittent fasting and how that influences our insulin levels and things like that. And so what it did was it showed me a whole different way to look at weight and look at my own weight and the weight of my um, family and everybody that I interact with, you know, and just thinking about like, why do do so many people struggle with weight um, and excess weight on their bodies? Um, And so I went into it for the weight, but came out with so much more. Um, 
as I started to embark on an intermittent fasting journey, which initially just involved eating intentionally. So instead of eating all day long and eating whenever, you know, I organize my meals into a certain time, you know, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat now. I'm not going to have snacks. I'm just going to eat when I'm hungry. And that worked very well for, for a very long time. But as time went on, I started to realize that a lot of people did um, keto with um, their fast. So it intrigued me because, um, and I don't remember exactly what I came across, but it really was interesting to me that those people were having so much success with it and felt so much better. And there was all this positive feedback on people that had done it from people that had done it. So I decided to try it and just start cutting out carbohydrates. Once I realized what the benefits were. Once I realized the science behind why people were doing keto, I was sold because it was so much more than a diet. You know, when we change the way we eat, we often think of, okay, I'm going to go on this diet. And I always call it the Monday start. You know, you kind of say, okay, it's Friday, Saturday, you know, I've eaten what I want drank what I want. And I'm going to change my lifestyle. I'm going to change my diet on Monday. Um, But when we view our diets that way, when we view our lifestyles that way, we kind of always, we're always starting over. And I like to think of it in a different way. We are always starting over, but we start over with every decision we make each day, every meal we eat. We start over every time a new week starts. So, you know, we start over with a new day. So every day I started to think of each new day as a new start. And that kind of coincided with my ketogenic um, journey or the launch of my ketogenic journey. And when I started to do that, it really changed my mindset on how I treated my body because it was like, okay, so I'm not going to just do what I want for three days straight. I'm going to maybe have this thing that I want to eat today or do this thing that I know is not great for me, but I'm going to you know, change that um, in the next time I eat or the next time I exercise or the next or when I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to, you know, go right back to what I was doing before. And in doing that, I just found this, this rhythm, this balance of taking care of myself and really caring for my body. And so when we think of a lifestyle, um, that is actually the way that you live your life. So the things that you do on a day-to-day basis in your life that make up your lifestyle. Um, A diet, um, on the other hand, is the way that you eat. And so you think of like, well, you know, the way that I eat is part of the way that I live, which is totally true, but it's a part. It's not the whole thing. And what I discovered when I went um, to keto was that my whole lifestyle changed, essentially. And I would say that my life started to change prior to that. Um, you know, I've alluded to it before. I, you know, I started to change my hair because I started to get concerned about the things I was putting in my hair. And when I was pregnant, there was a lot of that Um If you've been pregnant or you've been with someone who's been pregnant, you know, there's a lot of strange, um, avert, you know, adverse, um, you know, aversions, I should say to certain scents or certain foods. And, you know, you start to really worry about what you're putting in and on your body. And for me, that didn't start with food. Unfortunately, (laughs) when I was pregnant, I was like, had a big penchant for certain cereals and things like that. But um, it did start with being worried about how I treated my body. So I started doing yoga when I was pregnant and I started to think about things like the deodorant I was using and learning that the deodorant had aluminum in it and then starting to tie that to the instructions we gave our patients about 
They're, you know, not wearing deodorant on the day of their mammograms because it would interfere with the way the reading of the mammogram. And, you know, just starting to think about all those things and looking up stuff to figure out what would harm my baby or could potentially harm my baby. And that's when I started to really think about that. So after I had Chase about probably, well, yeah, he had just turned one. Um, I had my um, 20th, yes, 20th um, high school reunion that year. And I wanted to, you know, have my hair, you know, looking good for that. So I had a relaxer put in probably a month or so before that. And I said, that would be my last one. And it was my last one. Um, And I went natural after that. I was kind of told that being natural would be um, tough and be hard work and so forth and so on. But I discovered it to be very freeing. Um, I started to get my hair, I mean, my hair was already short. So I started to, um, have my hair, um, I would just put water in it. It curls up. I have really curly hair. I just have, um, really embraced the, the short haircut and I've had a short haircut before, but it was always relaxed. Um, but that really freed me up in, um, in a way that I wasn't expecting. And also I was excited to get rid of some of the chemicals. And so I started to look into natural hair products and that's a whole slippery slope if you've ever went gone through that. Um, but I started to really get rid of those items out of my life and started to read up on them and figured out that some of them were actually toxic and weren't good for me and weren't even really good for my hair. So that was part of the, um, process before getting to keto, but here we are in the ketogenic um, lifestyle, and I'm starting to learn new things about food that I never knew before, learn new things about nutrition that I never knew before. But then as a physician, just seeing the the anecdotes, the stories, and I mean, there's just story after story of people reversing, not just treating, but reversing and getting rid of their diabetes, getting rid of their high blood pressure, or at least significantly improving it. Um, but that didn't stop there. You know, they were having, you know, uh, weight loss, of course, which was almost like a side effect at that point. Most people didn't talk about that much at all, but more so talked about the other ailments that they were able to heal. Um, you know, just feeling energetic and wanting to exercise, which is, which is what happens when we start to lose weight. Our body is programmed to move less when we weigh more. And um, a lot of times that's misconstrued as laziness, but it's totally the opposite. People that have problems with their weight, their body is actually fighting them on moving and, you know, their, their eating habits and all of that. And so, you know, you have to be really careful when you think about that, but it's, it's really interesting how the body tries to um, you know, change what it's doing to maintain itself. And it comes out looking a whole different way to us because we don't fully understand the human body all the time. But I started to really understand it in a way I hadn't before. And I thought it was just really, really interesting to see that and to start to see the changes in my own body. So I started to feel less hungry. I wasn't craving sugar. I started to not really enjoy sugar when I did try it. It was too sweet, which I never thought would happen because I was a dessert girl. I would eat all kinds of sweets. Um, I would venture to say I'm still a sugar addict, so I have to be very, very careful with it now. And I really try to avoid it most of the time um, because that really doesn't necessarily go away. And some experts do liken that to other addictions, saying that uh, cocaine or heroin addictions are actually similar to 
if not mild, like, like less severe than um, a sugar addiction. And the sugar addiction is made more severe because we have to eat, we have to have um, food. And we also have, we're just surrounded by sugar and things that turn into sugar in the body. So, so when I think of keto, I think of it as a lifestyle because along with all of those things, um, you know, like I said, I mentioned the increased energy and wanting to exercise and feeling more like that. And I always loved exercise, but I really just, you, you get this urge to just move when you're, um, in, in ketosis and, you know, um, you know, other things that happen is, you know, your joints don't hurt as much so you can move more. Um, you start to want different things, your clarity, your mental clarity improves. So you start to think about things in a different way or you're able to think through things a little better. And being in a job where I have to think constantly for myself and for others, um, you have to be clear. And I always thought that there was like this part of that that just came with knowing what to do and knowing my job well. But some of that is also a part, you know, is also enhanced by what I eat and and how I fuel myself. And I remember being tired a lot and, and wanting to drink caffeine and try to get that boost, but it didn't give me the mental clarity that keto does. Um, so it was, it was just interesting to see that difference um, in how I felt. Um, and so that kept, kept me on the path. Now, me being in the lifestyle means that it's a lifestyle. So there are times where I may not be in ketosis or I may not be eating perfectly. And it doesn't mean that, oh, I've stopped that and I'm not doing that anymore. It means that, you know, today or for this period of time, I'm eating a little differently. Um, for me personally, I have had times where I've had some symptoms or things going on and I've had to increase my carbohydrate intake or I've had to add in more fruits and things like that. And that's okay. And that's normal. You know, our bodies are met, are made for that. But it's when we're constantly inundating our body with a lot of processed and packaged foods and grains and sugars and things like that, that your body has to constantly work to process is when we get into trouble. Um, so, you know, I, I wanted to do this episode um, just to kind of give an idea of what is keto, you know? And so when you're living a ketogenic lifestyle, you live in such a way that your body produces ketones. So we're kind of like a hybrid car um, where we can burn fat or we can burn sugar. And most of the time we burn sugar. Sugar is the quickest fuel. You know, it's something you can get relatively quickly. Your body can make it and it helps to fuel your body and you can, you know, um, live that way. The um, drawback to that is that we, again, are surrounded by sugar and so we have it all the time. And then it's, it, like I said, it's a quick fuel. So when, once it's gone, your body has to make more or it has to get some from the outside. And so what your body will do is, you know, start to mount this response every time that sugar level starts to drop. Um, your body will start to make you hungry, which is normal. That's okay. But your body may also, if it drops too low, start to do things like making you irritable, which is also known as hangry or making you um, feel really tired or run down or nauseated or any of those things, um, which we've all experienced when we, you know, quote unquote, waited too long to eat. That's a sign of what we call hypoglycemia. Diabetics do experience that because there are medicines, and if they don't eat with certain medicines, 
um, specifically like insulin um, and, and especially insulin and things like that, they may experience hypoglycemia and experience those same symptoms. And there are a lot of people that have hypoglycemia but do not have diabetes. So hypoglycemia is an effect of the treatment of diabetes, but not necessarily a sign of diabetes. There are some people, though, that their insulin level is high all the time because insulin is what cleans up the glucose in your blood. And so when you have this constant release of insulin, your body will start to kind of try to avoid it in a way or resist it. And that's something called insulin resistance. And it's a protective mechanism where if you have too much insulin inside your body, you can also have a low blood sugar. So sometimes people will have um, hypoglycemic episodes or they, you know, they usually identify it as if I wait too long to eat, I start to feel really bad and I have to eat more frequently. And that's usually what they're told is to eat more frequently to avoid that drop. But eating a low carb or ketogenic lifestyle actually helps you to improve that unless it's due to a, a really, you know, unusual or rare condition such as um, an insulinoma where the pancreas is releasing, has a tumor that's releasing more insulin than it should and things like that. But in most cases, that can be remedied with diet and by cutting the carbohydrates quite a bit. And so, you know, when you have this, this hybrid burning system, that other fuel is um, fat. And we all have, you know, no matter how small you are, most people have some fat on their bodies, unless you get to the extreme bodybuilders that have like, you know, some very minor amount of fat on their bodies, they still have some, uh, most of us have some excess fat on our bodies. And the way that that gets there is for multiple reasons, There's a multitude of ways that it gets there. And it's, it's for good reasons, um, as well as some not so great reasons. But essentially, you know, there's certain types of fat that keep us warm. So if you're out without your coat, you can tolerate that for a longer period of time because you have fat on your body. Um, and so there's, there's that to think about. But when we have excess fat or it starts to get to the point where we're actually overweight or obese, usually that's a problem with our storage. And insulin just like it helps to sweep the glucose um, into the cells and get it out of the bloodstream, it also is a storage hormone. So when your body um, senses that it needs to store, when insulin is released because you've eaten something, um, your body gets this signal to store. So what it does is takes that extra fuel and stores it as fat. And what happens is then it starts to stuff it kind of in, and I always say like this, like that, because it's a good visual, but stuffing it in the liver or into other tissues to try to get rid of it, especially if if it's excessive. The idea behind that is then when there's not um, fuel available in the form of glucose, the body can burn fat. Um, The problem is we have an, an excess of it. So there's too much of it to that, you know, more, way more of it than we need. But then also the body has an issue unlocking that fat because what happens is the um, sugar level is high, the insulin level um, is high. So the body's storing. It, it's not thinking about burning fat because it doesn't need to. And so when you go to a ketogenic lifestyle, your body starts to get used to burning fat because it's not getting that excessive sugar or other things that cause it to release more insulin or have higher levels of glucose in the blood. So it starts to burn fat instead. And that's what really helps people to start to lose weight. But there's something in the middle there called a ketone, and that's what's what's produced when you start to burn fat. That's the fuel that's actually, um, that your body is actually using when you burn more fat. And ketones are great. Um, They kind of produce that ketogenic feeling 
for most people, um, there are some companies now that that produce ketones, um, you know, where supplements that you can take. But I generally say that you shouldn't need that. Um, they, they are testing it out to use it as a treatment for certain conditions because the ketogenic diet was originally used for kids with epilepsy. It was found that it would help to prevent them from having um, seizures. Um, now, with the, the um, invention of more medicines and things for that, it kind of fell by the wayside. But there are still some clinics in the United States that use ketogenic diets with kids to help them um, with their epilepsy. And so, you know, once you get into um, ketosis, you have this this other fuel that your body can burn. And then your body just, when it needs something, it burns the fat on your body. Now, of course, this isn't an overnight thing. You know, it takes a while for you to get into ketosis and your body to start burning fat. But once it's switched over, it, it likes that. It, it prefers it. And so... Um, that is why the, the ketogenic diet involves more fat than what we're used to eating. And it's not a high fat diet per se. It's just that you're eating more healthy fats, fats that help nourish your body. We've been misled into believing that eating fat is bad for us, but it actually is good for us. So just like, you know, we need water and we need air. We actually need fat to, for our body to function properly. But it's all in the type of fat that you eat or that you intake and how much, because even though people that eat a ketogenic diet or embark on a ketogenic lifestyle eat a little bit more fat or maybe much more fat than they're used to, that can also be excessive because if the body then uses that to burn, then it's not burning the fat on your body. So if you're trying to lose weight, sometimes you'll still maintain the fat on your body um, or it'll hang around longer than you want if you're eating tons of fat. But that's usually people that are just kind of overdoing it. Um, but typical things, you know, adding butter to your vegetables, um, you know, cooking in a little olive oil or avocado oil, those are all ways to get extra healthy fat in your, um, in your system. Most people really struggle the most with eating more fat. And I know I struggled with that in the beginning because we've been told over and over again that fat is bad, fat is bad, fat is bad. But once I got accustomed to that and learned how to incorporate it, you know, it really isn't that big of a deal. You're not eating, you know, pounds and pounds of fat. You're just adding some healthy fat to your meal, which is so much better for you than some of the other fats. And we'll talk more about that um, or not necessarily low fat, but just more um, processed type oils um, that are out there. So that's my little, you know, initial spiel on keto. There's so much to learn about it. There's so much to be gained. Um, again, I have the group Keto Koinonia. Um, I'm going to be releasing these episodes probably to that group early just so that they can have something to, um, you know, listen to and to um, kind of discuss in the group. Um, you know, we want to um, embrace a healthy lifestyle. So I'm not strictly, you know, you, you have to be eating keto to be part of the group. I I've embraced keto because I really believe that keto is a healing diet and it has components that help us to live our best lives and treat our temples the way that God intended. Uh, it does not mean you have to be in ketosis to achieve that, um, but it is something that you know really reminds me of the greatness of God and how he cares for us. So I hope to see you next time. Take care. This has been Pivot and Bloom with Camila Marie, MD. If you loved what you heard in this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever your pods are passed and leave a review on iTunes. Until next time.
This has been the Single Well Podcast. For more information on what you just heard, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram at The Single Well, or you can email us at thesinglewell at gmail.com.